Mind if I join you? Peter Diamond's toes curled. There's no escape when you're wedged into your favorite armchair in the corner of the lounge bar at the Francis, observing the last rites of an exhausting week keeping a cap on crime. Tankard in hand, your third pint an inch from your mouth, you want to be left alone. The stranger's voice was throaty, the accent faux-American from a grainy black-and-white film a lifetime ago. This Bogart impersonator was plainly as English as a cricket bat. His face wasn't Bogart's, and he wasn't talking through tobacco smoke. But he held a cocktail stick between two fingers, as if it was a cigarette. Some years the wrong side of forty, he was dressed in a pale grey suit and floral shirt, open at the neck to display a miniature magnifying glass on a leather cord. Depends, Diamond said. On what? Should I know you? No reason you should, bud. No one called Diamond Bud. He'd have said so, but the soundtrack had already moved on. I got your number. You're the top gumshoe in this one-horse town, and you're here in the bar Friday nights when you're not tied up on a case. What's your poison? I'll get you another. Don't bother. Diamond wasn't being suckered into getting lumbered with a barroom bore who called him Bud and claimed to have got his number. You'll need something strong when you hear what I have to say. The boar pulled up a chair, and the voice became even more husky. Good to meet you, any road. I'm Johnny Getz, the private eye. Say that again, the last part. Private eye. Against all the evidence that this was a send-up, Diamond had to hear more. Private eye? I thought they went out with Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy was a cop. Sam Spade, then. We're talking private detectives, aren't we? I didn't know we had one in Bath. What do you mean, one? I could name at least six others. The difference is they're corporate. I'm the real deal. I work alone. Where? Over the hairdressers in Kingsmead Square. An address that lacked something compared to a seedy San Francisco side street, which was probably why the self-styled P.I. added, The sheer amazing sleuth. Like it? There was a pause while the conflict in Diamond's head, contempt battling with curiosity, raged and was resolved. What did you say your name is? Johnny Getz. How do you spell that? Getz? With a Z. Diamond sighed. Is it real? Sure. You heard of Stan Getz? The jazz musician? You're not related. I should be so lucky. It was his real name as far as I know, Diamond said. Is yours your own? A shake of the head. In my line of work, you gotta make a noise in the world. You play the sax yourself. Nah, I'm talking publicity. He took a business card from his pocket and snapped it on the table like the ace of trumps. Johnny Getz. Gets results. How does that grab you? Diamond had a pained look, and not from being grabbed. What do you want with me, Mr. Getz? Johnny to you. Mr. Getz. I keep first names for my friends. 
Johnny Getz took a moment to reflect on that. He refused to take it as a put-down. What do I want? I want your help with the case. Don't even start, Tyman said, seizing his chance to end this. I'm a police officer. We don't get involved outside our work. This is your work. It's got your name all over it. What the hell are you talking about? Police do not cross. The break-in at the antique shop in Walcott Street last Sunday night. The owner's away. You know about this? I don't hear about every crime that happens on my patch. The cops have sealed the place. If it's a crime scene, they would. Fair enough. Except I need to see inside. Why? My client wants to know what was taken. And who is your client? The owner's daughter. Has she spoken to anyone? Several times. 